All right, everybody, welcome back in. It is week three of college football. We got a pick em show. We're ready to go. Uh, and joined, as always, by our friends from UGA Wire, J.C. Shelton. His phone's still missing in Charlotte uh, from the Clemson game. But, uh, I, I, hey, great win. Good to see you again. Happy you got out of there in one piece. Yeah, me too. You know, just complete shit show. Uh, but we're not we're not going to delve into that. But if you do find an iPhone in Charlotte just sitting on the ground somewhere, it's mine. And if your friend tries to sell you one, say, yeah, I'll buy it and then sell it back to me. I'll buy it from you, okay? Uh, but, yeah, thanks for having me back on, man. Make sure to check us out, UGA Wire, and also at UGA Football Live with J.C. Shelton. Got a new episode out with Jake Crane this week. Check us out there. Oh, the J-Boy. Okay. I see you uh tell jay boy so what up uh and then as always uh the mvp of this show the guy his back hurts from carrying the show every single week i don't know Chris about Van Dyne. i appreciate that Stu. um yeah that's been a good weekend we got our five star coming up this week uh our first five star of the year at North Coast Sports, if you're a Power Sweep subscriber, you get that five star for free. It's our highest rate of play of September. Uh, jump on board, Power Sweep, just uh, $109. If you use the uh, promo code Alabama on the website or uh, call in 1 800 654 3448 or go to ncsports.com, use promo code Alabama, you get $10 off Power Sweep, make it $99. And then you also get our five star for free this weekend. And we're throwing in a Thursday and Friday night marquee. So uh, jump on board this weekend. It's a good week to do it because we got the big play this weekend. And, and folks, if you don't, if, if you haven't bought in, I'll just say this. I'm a guy that I, I, I'm watching the lines come out on Sunday. I'm reading through my Phil Steele book. I'm doing analysis on, on the computer. And I talk to Chris and he goes, well, we're really high on this game. And I go, I didn't even, I must have overlooked it. Like you get so jumbled up. There's 120 games. You get jumbled up. NC Sports will set you right. And I think this is going to be their best weekend. I love I love your picks this weekend. Um, so. Yeah, the Firestorm is going to be on Akron minus 13 and a half against Bryant. I'm already calling it. Hey, look, uh, you know Akron what? It, hey, look, it, it, off a tough loss, they were probably looking forward to this game. That's what <laughs> happened. We're, we're going to have JC break down Akron's defense uh, in the second half of this show. Um, yeah. Two hours. Two-hour breakdown. Two-hour breakdown. Uh, let me Google. Let me Google that real quick. Yeah, yeah. Get get on that. Uh, while you're getting on that, and since NC Sports used the promo code Alabama, that's very fitting. Let's start there. Uh, our Florida football expert Chris Van Dyne. Um, it's one of your favorite teams in the world. Uh, Alabama, Florida. Alabama laying fifteen. I know this. This had this line really hasn't moved been about 15 i know 15 and a half i've even seen it 14 and a half a few places uh chris what what do you like in here well i i do have some concerns about alabama's health i was actually hoping the bobcat was gonna be here today because i had some questions is will anderson gonna play this weekend well as far as i'm tracking will anderson is playing and i think he is you know some concerns 
Uh, they had two cornerbacks out last week. Now, I assume they were playing Mercer. They're resting those guys. They got little dings, but not so bad that they can't play against Florida. Um, not real impressed with Florida. And I was real high on Emory Jones coming into the year. And so far, man, was I wrong. They've played FAU in South Florida, and he's thrown two touchdowns and four interceptions. And in fact, uh, Anthony Richardson's come in and kind of stole the show from Emory Jones. Uh, not, not even kind of, he, he has, you know, big runs. Uh, last week he threw three passes, completed all three, had like 126 yards passing. So he's been impressive. And there's some talk that Anthony Richardson might be the starting quarterback this weekend. Florida was up 35, three in that game last week against South Florida ended up getting backdoored, but I just, I don't see how you go against, uh, Alabama right now they already played a much better athletic quarterback in De'Ara King and shut him down shut Miami down held De'Ara King to just 87 rushing yards in the opener um, I think that Florida is going to have to run the ball to be competitive because that's all they've really done so far they haven't thrown the ball well and I feel like that line's a little bit light uh, you know you already beat Miami by 31 and you've covered eight straight regular season games against FBS team, uh, FBS opponents. So I just, I can't go against Florida. I mean, I can't go against Alabama. I do have some reservations about Bryce Young and his first career road start in the swamp, but I'll lay the points here. Our power sweep line was Alabama uh, by 24. And unless there's some kind of serious injury situations going into Saturday that we don't know about yet, uh, then I'm taking Bama. All right. Noted Alabama fan and admirer J.C. Shelton. What do you think about this one? That's yucky. Uh, but uh, so so Alabama here, I think I, I agree with Chris just to start off because the light is line. The line is light for me. Um, like he said, he beat Miami by 31. And it, the biggest thing that really stands out to me here is, you know, Florida is Florida's missing a guy on defense and he, he's questionable. I mean, doubtful uh, for Saturday. It's Ventrell Miller, a linebacker, um, and they really going to need him. Right. Because this Alabama front is no joke. It never is. Um, the running back Robinson, he's huge. He's hard to bring down and they're just going to pound him. I really think that. And if they they don't. If so, if Florida lows the box, I can see him going over top easily. Uh, with that talent on the outside. And I think that I think Bryce Young really showed against Miami that he can do that. You know, he can make the throws when he needs to. And then those guys, I mean, after the catch are just ridiculous uh, for the Crimson Tide. And last year, Florida gave up, what, 600 yards of offense to Alabama. And then they returned Todd Grantham, third in Grantham. I have to say that as a former Georgia, Georgia defensive coordinator, he really showed out his third in Grantham. Um, against Alabama last year and I can really see another big offensive day for those guys and in Florida's best pass rusher Brenton Cox doesn't even have a sack through two games um, so I'm really I'm really I really think it's light now you made a good point too Chris about the swamp and uh, our new student about the swamp being a being a factor here and I could see maybe a first quarter maybe being a back and forth depending on you know if Alabama gets a three and out early something like that and where the crowd really gets into it but if they if they drive down the field and score right off the bat, I think the swamps you know prowess goes away right there. So I'm taking Bama for sure to cover. All right. Well, 
two noted Alabama fans. Let's go to uh, what the Bobcats send in. Uh, I, I like Florida plus 15 Alabama wins, but if Anthony Richardson is given playtime, we'll <laughs> cause them big time Manziel-like issues. Rota! Uh, I think I did that justice. That was uh, better, Bobcat. So Bobcat likes Florida. He about five more minutes though going over that game. Yeah, man. Yeah, he Only could have. That. That's all he sent in for it. He sent in more for the Auburn game, and that's going to be much more upsetting here in a moment. Uh, he's not – Bobcat, for everybody that's listening, uh, Bobcat's not on this week, and I know that upsets some folks. He's given – and I'm not making this up. He's given some bullshit interview with Washington Post or something. I don't know, press conference or whatever the hell he's doing. But Bobcat will be back next week. I'm going to make him. Um, no, we don't need it back. You can just be Bobcat for the rest of the time. I just want to hear you do it. No, okay, that works too. We might do that. All right, let's go on to the next one. Like Jay-Z said, Auburn getting six and a half or six, uh, depending on the book. They go to the whiteout, which really just doesn't play in 2021. They go up to State College, taking on Penn State. Uh, I'll, I'll let you start off, JC. You're a big Auburn fan. Um, what do you think here? All right. So we don't really know how real Auburn is right now. You know, like the two layup games they played, like Alabama State, um, one of the last one. Who's the first one? Akron. So, you know, Bo Nix has been brilliant, obviously, playing those defenses, you know, like 75% passing, uh, 383 yards, five scores. I mean, so he's looked good. And we know we know for sure that Mike Bobo is a good offensive coordinator, one, and two quarterbacks coach. Do, do we know that? We do. We do. We do, we do know that. 2012, look at it. Georgia has oh. talent, 43 points per game in the SEC. Um, come on, five, five yards away from a national championship. Um, that's, just what, that's just one off the top of my head, Mike Bobo's season. Um, I, so I, I believe in Mike Bobo. I'm a Mike Bobo believer. Let's, also, let's not ask Will Muschamp, but continue. But I am like because I am a Mike Bobo believer. I'm going to believe in Bo Nix being prepared at least to go into this game. Now, can't he perform in that pressure situation? We haven't seen it, but I think he will be prepared to at least have a shot because he needs to make a statement, right? He's been there for a while now, but he gets a whole new coaching staff. Um, he's got to make a statement because he's he's playing for a draft pick right now, right? So he plays a Penn State defense that every NFL scout is going to be at watching this game. You've got talent on talent. Um, I think on the other side, we'll just – I mean, before I move on to Penn State, Derek Mason, I love his coaching ability as well on the defense. And I think Auburn's front seven is really going to show out against Penn State. I mean, because you can have – I'm not saying anything bad about Penn State's O-line or the quality of offensive and defensive line play in the Big Ten, but the SEC is different. Okay, it just is. It's week-to-week basis. We saw it with Arkansas and Texas. We saw that up front. So that's that's what stands out to me there. But moving on to Penn State, I mean, I'm a believer in Penn State, too. I like Penn State. I liked how they played against Wisconsin. Um, I liked how they battled defensively. He showed what they can do in a defensive battle like that. But if you're getting pushed around, there's nothing really you can do, I think. And that's what stands out to me here. Um, so I'm taking Auburn. I think I think at very best, like Penn State, maybe about a field goal, if they can do it at home. And like I said, the home field advantage, it could be a thing, but like Auburn's used to playing in huge ACC environments each week. So I really don't think it's going to be that big of a factor. All right. We'll head over to the Bobcat. 
<clears throat> before we we break it down with Chris, <laughs> I'm I'm gonna take the Auburn money line over Penn State here. Penn State and their idiot social media team sent out a whack ass hype video of Auburn ain't ready for this. Like Happy Valley is Death Valley. Parentheses, corn dogs, exclamation point. At a 7 p.m. kick, they call it Happy Valley for a reason. Tank and Bo gonna light up that defense on the ground. Probably was rushed for 300 plus. That's the Bobcat. Uh, Chris, any words, any thoughts? You're a big fan of Penn State, your favorite Big Ten team based on their wrestling proudness. Uh, what do you like here? Uh, <clears throat> I do like Penn State in this game, and there's a couple things that stick out to me. Um, one, we, and you mentioned the JC that, you know, Auburn really has had two easy games to start the season. They haven't really been tested. Penn State's coming off a, a really difficult test in Wisconsin, which they passed on the road. And then, you know, Ball State, that, that's a good win. That was dominant. Uh, I, I was actually impressed by the way Penn State started and finished that game last week, 141 to 13 against, the, the, you know, the MAC champions. I, I think that <clears throat> would hang around with, with a lot of decent teams, um, but, you know, Penn State just a step above them. Um, and a big thing for me is Bo Nix struggles on the road in his career, only five and seven on the road with a 12 to 12 ratio. At home, he's 12 and two with a 20 to one ratio. So regardless of where they've played on the road in the past, he has struggled on the road. And this will be a, a pretty electric environment. Penn State fans are fired up after the two and zero start, getting a big win to start the season. You know, you, and now you got talk that maybe you're losing your head coach. So you, you want to get this win to kind of, you know, make him feel like, oh, maybe I don't need to go anywhere. Um, Penn State. On a roll eight, uh, straight up in ATS, uh, and it was, a you know, at the beginning of last year, you remember they started out 0-5, and it was a team that we started jumping on at the end of the year because, you know, we recognized that they were a better team than their record at the end of the year. They won their last four. We used them in a couple of those games. They covered all four of them down the stretch. Barely covered, covered against Michigan State. Just want to point that out. <laughs> True, but they've covered their last six now. Um, Auburn eight and 17 is an away dog Penn state 31, 10 and one against the spread when coming off a win. So James Franklin, uh, doesn't let his guys get all fat and happy after they win a game. I, I do think that Auburn's going to put up a fight obviously, but I, I, I think the road advantage, the, the road struggles for Bo Nix come to fruition again. And I think Penn state wins this game between seven to 11 points. All right, very succinct. I, I haven't given my thoughts. I agree with you guys. Alabama wins. I don't like this game. I don't like the, the number. Uh, Auburn, Penn State, I'm much more with you, Chris. But I, I'm starting to read all this stuff. There seems to be a lot of smoke to the fire of James Franklin moving out west. I think that's a lot of nonsense that you don't want to have right now, Probably really not. at all. Um, and, and I think, I think this Penn State team – Coming into the week, I figured, oh, six is – I'm with you. They win by double digits. Now I don't know. It's a game that I X'd off. I had it on my list. It's X'd <laughs> off. I'm not playing it. Uh, I just think there's too much nonsense from the outside that it worries me. 
So I, I can I can agree with you, and I will say that it's not a game that will be in the mix. I, I don't think for like the five star for us, it'll probably be a lower tier play. If this but was played like last to- week, if it was played last week, I would have take I would have not hesitated in taking Penn State in a heartbeat. Because Penn State's the better team here. Auburn's a team that absolutely has horrific times with Big Ten teams. Um, losing most recently to Northwestern last year. So, I mean, it's it's just one of those things. Um, we're going to take a quick pause uh, here from our friends, uh, Matt Bernier, uh, Peter Thomas, Fornertal. Check those guys out in the money media. We got odds, honest truth. Every single week, you can see myself on there um, talking a little NFL, a little college, uh, and all your horse racing uh, picks that you could ever want. And also another plug up for Chris and NC Sports. You got to visit them, ncsports.com. It's the place to be, folks. We'll be back right after this with our picks. What's going on? It's Matt Bernier from the Matt Bernier Show, part of the In The Money Media Network. Be sure to join us every Monday, occasionally Tuesdays, but for the most part, every Monday, however you listen to your podcast, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's YouTube, you name it, you can find it a million different places, including InTheMoneyPodcast.com. It's the Matt Bernier Show. Anything and everything to do with the world of horse racing. If you like the StuCast, you might want to check out what's going on over at InTheMoneyPodcast.com and on the In The Money Media Network. We've got a whole bunch of podcasts devoted to horse racing from the player development side to the week in, week out gambling side to the horseman side. There's going to be a show for you. Come check us out, InTheMoneyPodcast.com, and we look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. This is Chris Van Dyne from North Coast Sports. You'll hear me here every week during football season with my main man, Stu, from the StuCast. And just want to let everyone know we got a lot going on at North Coast. We got Power Sweep coming up. Going to be releasing that at the end of August. And get on board for Power Sweep at ncsports.com. Definitely check out our podcast on ncsports.com. And like I said, you'll hear me every week giving out some of the best handicapping picks that you will get in the industry uh, with Stu and Bobcat every week here, as well as at North Coast Sports, ncsports.com. And we're looking forward to football season. Two, one. All right, we're back. Thanks to uh, Chris, PTF, Matt. Thanks for uh, sponsoring this show and, and, and helping us out. Uh, let's get to the picks. Now, we're going to start off with the person that isn't here because apparently the, uh, the Washington Post or New York Times or whatever it is is more important. Uh, the Bobcat. He's entering in today with a, a absolute league worst five and eight record. Um, it is just horrific, his picks. And it, folks, it, I mean, just bet with the Bobcat at your own risk. All right. Uh, Bobcat likes uh, Michigan State as his underdog play. He says, I'm taking Michigan State here. Mel Tucker is a Nick Saban and a Kirby Smart defensive disciple. 
He's been studying Alabama's defensive game plan the last two fucking weeks. Michigan State by a touchdown, and I like the under two. Uh, my following locks are Urban Meyer will leave Jacksonville for USC. Book it. UVA backdoor covers the spread. BYU over Arizona State. Tulane covers versus Ole Miss, too. I think that's a three to seven point game. And give me Vitek over the Mountaineers of West Virginia. And one more for good measure Purdue beats Notre Dame, and they can go straight to fucking hell. Roll damn time. <laughs> All right. That was what the Bobcat sent me. Thank you for that. Uh, JC, uh, it won't be hard. You, you probably will make logical picks. So. I'm looking forward to it. I don't know how I'm supposed to follow that, you know, because that, that you're not. It's it's, you're, you're thank you. I appreciate that. Maybe we, that we might bring it back on a more regular basis. You really should. We should have four people on this thing, and the other person is Bobcat number two, and that's you. Uh, no, you, you should you should bring Bobcat on, but mute him the whole time and make him listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's I, it. I'll tell you a story off air. And uh, I did the Bobcat impression on the radio. He was on the radio and I did it. I did the Bobcat impression. And he he called me after and he was like, man, that's the most piss poor Southern accent I ever heard. And I was like, yeah, I'm just imitating you, but whatever. JC, uh, four and two. You started off two and oh. Last week you broke even two and two. Tennessee really screwed you up there. I yeah. don't know who would have ever gone to that Tennessee game and picked them. I mean, that's just unbelievable. Uh, well, I didn't go, but I picked it. But I mean, I well, who would go? I saw a full stadium. Who would go to that shit show? It was uh, not full. It was not full. Not even close. Okay, JC. The whole upper, the whole upper bowl was tarped off. Yeah, so you're saying the Tennessee Volunteers are the Oakland Athletics of college football? Uh, okay. What happens when you live through Derek Dooley, Butch Jones, and Jeremy Pruitt? Uh, excuses are like assholes. All right, JC, let's go here. What, what do you got? Four and two. How you getting better? All right, here we go. I'll do my two locks and the dog last. But let's go. So, for me, I really like BYU. I like what they did against Utah uh, State. And I like, I like to beat Arizona State uh, at home uh, this week. And, and then my other one is we've already – about it but Auburn I'm really confident um and they're the guess I'm guess I have two dogs this week uh so Auburn is one and then I'll just go hit my another dog right now then so I like VT against uh, West Virginia I know it's I know it's at West Virginia um but Virginia Tech's defense and and their and their ability to to really like you know make games almost in their favor be, they control the games a little bit field position defensive prowess one game when they need to um, I know West Virginia is talented as well, but I just I just really like Virginia Tech and what they're doing this year. And they're coming off that big win in North Carolina. I think it still rolls with them, and they have some hype behind them. Um, and then two locks. Number one, we've already talked about it, Bama for sure. We are Me and Chris talked about how that line was a little bit low. Uh, I think they could win by 30 easily. Florida's got a defensive linebacker about to miss um, this game. He's starting linebacker, and that's never what you want when you're going to face an Alabama front like that which is just loaded with NFL talent year to year. Um, and then my other lock, Cincinnati at Indiana. 
Um, three and a half. I really like them. I, I think they win by at least a touchdown. I like what Indiana did last year, uh, but I think that Cincinnati and, and knowing firsthand of covering that game against Georgia last year and seeing, you know, the front seven that they had and then that offensive line, I was really impressed with Desmond Ritter. I think Lou Fickle's a great coach. So I think I'm thinking Cincinnati as my second lock of the week, and that's it. All right. Thank you, JC. A nice little five pick uh, card. I like it. I like it. You're siding with the Bobcat. God, God help you. All right. You've, you folks have heard of Rob Van Dam, Mr. Monday night. Well, this is Mr. Saturday night. He is the CVD Chris Van Dyne NC sports to the moon. Chris six, three and one, uh, Okay, first two weeks, horrific beats. You have Rice up 34. They blow it. Uh, Wyoming's up 104 points against Northern Illinois. They blow the cover. Now, um, I, I got that at six and a half. I, I might have a gripe on the line, but it's okay. I'll take the push. It was, it was seven. It was seven when we taped. And you know what? I'll take that's okay. Who's who's going to be the team that absolutely lets you down this week? <laughs> well, I, hopefully I don't get any beats like that. Um, all right, I'm going to start my lock of the week, and I'm going to give this out as our four-star in power sweep, also a four-and-a-half-star in power plays, which normally those things don't line up like that. But I love Stanford against Vanderbilt. They're coming off the big win. They're confident. But after losing that opener against Kansas State, I don't think they're going to come in overconfident. It's not a noon game. Typically, Stanford struggles in those early kickoffs when they travel out east or even to the central time zone. It's an 8 o'clock kickoffs for Stanford uh, eastern time. So they're catching Vanderbilt. And, you know, I know they won last week, but I think Colorado State is not a very good Mountain West team. One of the worst. You, you think? Way to go out on a limb there, Chris. Not to mention the fact that they got dominated in the first half of that game. Uh, you know, they were losing 14-7, but the score could have been a lot worse in that first half. So, uh, you know, and the week before they got beat 23-3 to by East Tennessee State. Stanford, like I mentioned, really confident. Uh, switched to Tanner McKee last week, threw for 234 yards and two touchdowns, upset USC, ended up getting Clay Elton fired. I, I don't think they have any trouble with Vanderbilt. David Shaw, very good as an away favorite, 21-13-1. Vanderbilt's 3-12 and as a home dog. And I, I just don't see what Vanderbilt has to offer to keep this game closer. I, I'm just surprised the Lions less than two touchdowns. And I'll take it to anything above, anything up to two touchdowns at least, maybe even a little more. But um, we had a line at 21. So that is my lock. Uh, I'm also going to throw out Army. Uh, I, I, I'll, at this point, I'll bet against Connecticut every week. And I know, you know, you think triple option, are they really going to beat teams that bad? Well, they have. Uh, ULM last year. Yeah, and, and uh, Navy two years ago, um, Connecticut got beat by Navy 56-10. So Connecticut has the ability to get beat really bad by a triple option team. Uh, Army beats teams really bad w when they get mismatches. Uh, I believe they have, I think, seven uh, I had the number in power sweep and it's now escaping me, but I, th I think they have like seven wins of 30 plus 
in the last like four or five years. Um, I, I just don't see how Connecticut can stay in this game. They're already overmatched. already won this year with uh, Georgia State. And that Georgia State team, uh, I mean, yeah. you might get to them, but that that's an interesting team. I think that's an interesting team. That is. That is. Um, so I'm going to throw out Army. I, <laughs> you, you already teased it. I'm going to throw out Georgia State. Uh, we do have a three-star in power sweep on Georgia State. Uh, that's a team that, you know, they're 0-2 right now, but they were missing a bunch of starters because of COVID the first week of the season, and they lost to Army pretty bad. Then they follow up. They get North Carolina on the road, off a loss, angry, and, you know, that North Carolina had to take care of business. But that score was only 24-10 to 10 at halftime. It wasn't like they got blown out the entire game and wiped out. They, they were competitive for about half the game and just couldn't keep up. Charlotte, 2-0, and they beat Duke. Duke's, Duke's bad. And, and, you know, that was a close game, and they got gashed on the ground in that game. Then they beat uh, Gardner-Webb, and, you know, that that's not a big deal to me. So um, I, I just don't know. Here, here's I think a we, question, Chris. Uh, Georgia State, they're, they're favored in this game. They, they, you know, they're laying four here. Which I think says something. They're 0-2, Charlotte's 2-0, yet Georgia State's favored at home. I've got a game coming up in a little bit where it's a similar situation, and I want your take, because this is something uh, us betters are going to come across, where we see teams that you go, why is this team favored? And yep. when it's when it's right to go side with Vegas and maybe when it's right to go against Vegas. I'm going to tee that up for a little bit. But Georgia State minus four, what else you got? Uh, my underdog play, I'm going to go with Fresno. I, I'll be honest, I had a hard time with this underdog play this week. Uh, I, I've got Fresno getting the points against UCLA. And the big thing for me is just looking at how they played two weeks ago against Oregon. They had Oregon on the ropes. And then look at what Oregon did last week at Ohio State. That seven-point loss to Oregon looks really good right now for Fresno. And they were a competitive football team last year. I like their quarterback, Hayner. Uh, I think that, you know, UCLA, they got the big win against LSU. They might kind of sleepwalk through this game a little bit. And I'm going to throw one more play out, but I'm going to tease it because it is on the Power Suite podcast. It's my total in the podcast. Not going to tell you what it is. You got to listen to the podcast, but I, I've got a really nice over. I love this week in a game that. Uh, Do you love it more? Here's the question. Yeah. Do you love it more than Western Kentucky Army last week? Do you love it more than that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay, folks. The Power Sweep Podcast. Wherever you're getting your your pods at whether it be Spotify, iTunes, uh, whatever JC's on, because, you know, he's on some burner phone from China, wherever you get in your podcast, Power Sweep Podcast is there. Go check that out for the totals play. We'll add it to the board, Chris. And, and we have a pretty cool guest this week on the Power Sweep Podcast, Michael Ray Guy. If you're not familiar with Michael, uh, he was a play-by-play announcer for the Baltimore Orioles. He was a play-by-play announcer for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He announces uh, Mac and AAC football for uh, ESPN3. 
So uh, he's actually on, <laughs> sad for him, but he's actually on the call of the Akron Bryant game this weekend. He drew the Big short. Yeah, he drew the short stick this week, but he does some pretty good Mac games. So uh, if you're listening to an ESPN three Mac game, you'll probably hear his voice at some point. But he's the guest on the podcast. His own picks. I'm looking forward to it. Go Bryant Bears. Uh, all right. Nine and six. It's not it's not acceptable. It's unacceptable for me to go nine and six so far. Uh I got two locks. I got one underdog. We'll get to him in a moment. First off, Cincy, minus four. I got a real feeling that Michael Penix is really fucked up still. And I'm starting to say, think the same thing about De'Ara King. Injured, torn ACLs, and they do not look right. Uh, and then on top of that, I don't think Michael Penix can play well against a good defense. He's going to see it in Cincinnati. Give me, give me the Bearcats and the fighting Luke Fickles. I'm with you, Chris. Army minus 33. I would take IMG Academy over UConn right now. Um, get, give me Army. I want all of the, the Black Knights uh, beat Navy. Nevada laying two. Now, folks, I know it's a weird line, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I know it's a weird line. I, I love Nevada. I You've got something called a Will Howard stepping in for the injured Skylar Thompson, he looked worse than horrific. He looked like J.C. Shelton, seventh grade uh, peewee football out there. It, he might be colorblind. We don't oh, know. I was all state, but okay. <laughs> he just whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. All state <laughs> in your own mind. What? 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 In Madden? Okay, so. Uh, unfamiliar with their high school football program uh so look i'll say this we when you look at will howard i think kansas state is just a team that's kind of beaten i think the stanford game like chris alluded to is a little bit you know hey look they got a really nice setup that game two early picks from the you know quote-unquote starter and then tanner mckee came in and it was a different ball game uh, I think this Kansas State team is fake. Carson Strong to Romeo Dubs is not fake. And Carson Strong will be a first-round NFL selection. You put that down in the books that I said that on September 15th. JC's in charge of the books. He's writing it down as we speak. Carson Strong. And you know what? I'll do this too. One of the first two quarterbacks selected in the NFL draft. Watch it. Go Wolfpack. Thank you. Shout out Scott Hall, Lex Luger, Stang. All right. Uh, give me – I'm going to stay with the Mount West. Give me the Spartans from San Jose State. They travel to the Big Island. Uh, I think Hawaii's defense, and Chris may disagree with me. We talked about this. I don't think they're that great. Uh, Nick Starkle, when he plays Power 5 teams, not great. When he plays Mountain West teams that really are questionable pass defenses, he's pretty great. So I'm going to take Nick Starkle on the Big Island. Give me the Spartans. And off a week off, too. And I think that's a big thing, too, because they got a chance to, like, get get ready for this game and go out there with some time, laying six and a half. I like them. I'm going to throw out a weird one. Call me Phil Steele. I've been called that before. 
I like an FCS team over an FBS team here. Give me prime time in Shadur Sanders over UL Monroe. I got to see what the line is. I don't know what it is. Chris, if you got a line, please tell me. But I really like Jackson State. If I can get double digits, I'm going to be all over this. Jackson State has looked really good. They've been dogs in their first two games, won them outright. Uh, This Sanders kid can throw. This offense is pure throwing, and I don't think Louisiana Monroe's stopped a pass in at least three years. So, and this is a team that's, I mean, last year, I I think I saw the worst football game ever between them and Army. Um, I I think Bowden's got a lot to do there, and and it doesn't happen overnight. Give me Jackson State. Plus the points. Pending. I need double digits. Pending. All right. Underdog of the week. And this is the question for you, Chris. Please tell me. Eastern Carolina is getting 10 points against a Marshall team that has beaten nobody, that has really done nothing of note. This strikes me as way too many fucking points. Chris, is this a runaway or is this Vegas telling you something? Man, I this game was on the tip of my tongue when I was thinking of the underdog, and then I, I pivoted to Fresno. I almost used this one. I agree with you, Stu. I, I think, first off, East Carolina, first week they played App State. They got behind early. You know, they tried to rally, just too little too late. Uh, last week had South Carolina on the ropes. That blowout win for Marshall against Navy – it wasn't really as convincing as the score looks. I watched that whole game because, unfortunately, I played Navy that day. But Army Thanks, moved Chris. Yeah, Thanks for Army, Navy that day. Army moved the ball a little bit on them. Uh, they got some stops. They just kept screwing up when they got to around the 20, 15-yard line. And the yardage was actually, like, almost even. I think Marshall might have had a 40 or 50 yard edge, which doesn't match up to the final score, which I think was like, what, 49 seven or something. Yeah. So I, I, you know, and then they beat NC central big whoop. Um, East Carolina is severely like they're tested. They, they, They have a good quarterback. I like their head coach. The defense is getting better. I they should have beat South Carolina last week, lost on a game-winning field goal as time expired. Um, we've got this game uh, at less than a touchdown, and I, I agree with you. I, I think there's way too many points. East Carolina could pull this upset. Yeah, East Carolina it, could win. They got dogs up front, guys. Yeah, they, they get dogs. after it. I, I like I, the running backs, too. I just don't think they use them enough. I, I like ECU. I'm going to take the points. I'm not going to be uh, verbose like I was last week calling for WKU, not disregarding the points. Give me the points here with my underdog. I'll take the 10 any day. Uh, before I get to my locks, I would be remiss. JC, we're almost finished. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina. Georgia laying 31 and a half. You are our resident South Carolina Gamecock expert. Uh, working for UGA Wire, which is weird. What do you think? Well, if you – and get a little bit bigger, you know, taste of this. You can hit up UGA Football Live. J.C. Shelton had the USC preview this week. Uh, but really, I mean, Georgia's going to win by 40. It's not because they're going to score 40. Or, it's because y'all got, got the law firm. 40. 
It's because that South Carolina might not score a touchdown. They might not score at all. Okay. Are you they telling might, me Zeb Nolan, the grad assistant? No. <laughs> see, see, the thing is here is that Georgia's defense is so suffocating, even with backups in against the you know the conference USA champions UAB who beat Florida who beat Jacksonville State thirty one nothing. Jacksonville State just beat Florida State. Florida State hung in with my with uh, Notre Dame, which is just crazy when you think about that story. But that's just – I've got off a rabbit trail right there. But, yeah, kept UAB, Conference USA champions from even scoring. You know, they, they had a pick six. That was their only points. And that was with a backup defense in for three quarters. Uh, it, it's just incredible. The, the amount of talent on this defensive line, we knew it was coming because of the NFL draft. These guys said, no, we're not going to go to the NFL draft. We're going to stay. We're going to go back to Georgia. And we're going to be first-round picks. Think, pick. think about the guy who left, too, Jermaine Johnson for Florida yeah, State yeah, against Notre Johnson. Dame. It's like – he, he couldn't even get into rushing the passer at Georgia. He was a rotation player. That's why he left. It wasn't because Georgia program. It was because he didn't get enough snaps. That's crazy when you think about it. Because these guys are, are NFL talent on almost each position, and you're still missing Tyke Smith um, at Georgia. He'll, he'll come back midseason. That's going to be incredible, one of the best defensive backs in the country. But against USC right now, rebuilding. I, I love Shane Beamer. I think he'll, I think he'll do a great job in, a, in, a, in a building this program in a couple of years. I think they'll be a different team. Uh, but right now, I just don't think they have anywhere near the offensive talent they need. And the, one of the best running backs in the SEC, Kevin Harris, is still injured. And then Luke Dottie, Luke Dottie was supposed to be starting for them. And I liked him. I liked what he could do athletically. Uh, but without him and Kevin Harris at full health, you know, in the offense – I don't see them scoring. So that so Georgia, it's all about Georgia from then on. And you you saw what we can do when you load the box. UAB loaded the box against Georgia last week. Stetson Bennett, the backup quarterback, the mailman, five, the lawyer. 10. He is a lawyer. He is not a mailman. Good he sir. Packed, he packed the chaw after he threw five touchdowns, ten of twelve. And, you know, at one point he was. Did he really pack a chaw? Yeah, he packed the chaw. That's what he does, man. God he, he damn, I love Stetson Bennett. He's man. a legend. I, he might be my new guy. Chris, did you know he pat, he was packing Look up jaws? Picture. No idea. Look up picture. That's what he does. He did it last year too when he came in and What's off. better? It's a picture of Stetson Bennett the third packing jaws or Mac Jones smoking a cigar after the Tennessee game. Sure. Uh Stetson. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like I like that picture too. Uh but so yeah, that's that's it for me. It's really just George Deacon so suffocating that just take the points here because if 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 they load the box, George is gonna go over top. If they don't. We're going to run all over you. Zamir White, the, be- the best, one of the best backfields in the country. Zamir White, Kenny McIntosh, Kendall Milton, Dejon Edwards, uh, James Cook out of the backfield as well. And they're getting healthier. These receivers are getting healthier. You're only going to see more offensive firepower from Georgia. So that, that's it for you, Stu. All right. Well, it, it, Bobcat put me on UAB and it cost me about 700 bucks. Uh, yeah. Man. Any, yeah, I wish you were on the show. I wish man. I was here, man. If you did, if you, you didn't that. have your goddamn anyway, let's get to the locks. We're almost out of time here, Chris. Hundred uh, percent, I agree with you with Stanford, and that's a game you can miss, folks. That that's why you got to subscribe to NC Sports. Uh, Stanford, it's up to 12, 11 and a half right now. Jump on it right now. I can't wait to reverse line it. I will be doing so. That's lock number one. And my final lock, you get it in now. Get ready. And I'm going to pull a bobcat. Reverse line this motherfucker to 14. This game, 
I think is absolutely poised to go, you know, it, it's going to be insane. Maryland minus seven and a half as they travel to the champagne of cities, Champagne, Illinois, they fight the, the fight in the line. I hear Brandon Peters allegedly coming back. Um, uh, Sikowski, the Polish hammer. He, he he's probably sitting on this. Look, Maryland, when they played uh, Illinois two years ago, they won 63 to 33. They won by 30 points. This Maryland team has the be- the second best wide receiving core in the Big Ten. Their running back, Fleet Davis, has taken over in that Jake Funk role and even uh, done better than him. 130 on the ground against West Virginia. Talia Tungavailoa is making those throws. That defense is actually, it's not great. I'm not going to lie. I don't think it's great. But it's not bad. They stopped Letty Brown to the tune of 78 yards on 17 carries. And Letty Brown's an all-conference guy in the Big 12. How is Illinois going to score? This is not Nebraska. Scott Frost isn't sitting there with uh, his fingers crossed looking at the sky calling plays. You've You've got real talent. You've got a real team here. Give me Maryland. Push that bitch all the way up to 14. Let's rock and roll. That's Friday night. And we are out of time. Thank you to J.C. Shelton. Uh, let's plug up UGA Wire one more time, man. Yeah, guys. So UGAWire.com is our website. Um, but that is that is the, the course of UGA Football Live. Um, and that's where you can find our stuff on Twitter, um, on, on uh, Facebook. And then, of course, UGA Football Live with J.C. Shelton is the podcast. Um, have former Georgia Bulldogs on all the time. And then just had Jake Crane, J-Boy on this past week to talk a little bit of SEC college football playoff race, everything like that, especially these Georgia injuries and what Georgia's dealing with right now. Um, and the meat of their SEC schedule is about to begin soon. Um, so check us out there. Beautiful stuff, man. I listen every single week. I download, I listen, I get smart. I love you, JC. Thank you. The man, Good Steve. to see you back, brother. Chris Van Dyne, NC Sports. His, he's looking like the hunchback from Notre Dame because he's just carrying so much on his back right now. Chris, NC Sports, once again, what's that promo code? Uh, Alabama is the promo code. You get $10 off Power Sweep, $20 off full exec prices on the back of the uh, Power Sweep. It's 109 right now for Power Sweep, so you get it $10 off, $20 off full exec. And that'll get you all of our plays for this weekend. Five star going this weekend. Jump on board Power Sweep, ncsports.com, 1 800 654 3448. And uh, real quick, uh, I did get a question from somebody Power Sweep, how much is it for the entire year? And this is a this is an email you get every single week. This is a nice write up on everything you get. Um, how much it's, is just Power Sweep for the rest of the year? Just Power Sweep for the rest of the year is 109. But you get that $10 discount if you use code Alabama. And you put the code in tomorrow. Buy it tomorrow because I don't think the code's loaded in yet. we got to load it in tomorrow morning. So if you buy it online, ncsports.com tomorrow, you'll get it through the Super Bowl. We do NFL as well. Uh, I'm not one of the NFL handicappers. Trust me, you don't want me to do that (laughs) because I'm I'm not that. Uh, But I, I am one of the college handicappers. So if you use that code, you get the rest of the year for 99. That includes the September five star. We'll get emailed to you Saturday morning. 
Beautiful stuff. Folks, uh, I'm telling you, a little preview of coming attractions. We did not mention the five-star on this show. Get, get locked in. Get locked in. All right. For JC, for Chris, uh, for me, Bobcat, uh, I, I am Stu. We'll see you next week. Week four, pick them. Uh, it'll be fun. Later.